Welcome back to Blake's Take. I'm Blake Neiman, and I'll give you my take on local and national sports from the Willamette Valley and beyond. I hope you are having a terrific Tuesday, getting right along through the week, and diving right into this new year week, finally ending off 2020. So let's get right into some great Monday night football action we had last night between the AFC East rivals and the Bills versus the Patriots. The Patriots aren't looking too well this season, but they were trying to get some hope to finish off their season and try and get at least to 500 with their last two games. It would be a slow start for both teams in the first, with each team just kicking a field goal to make it a 3-3 at the end of the first. However, on the first play of the second quarter, Josh Allen would hand one off to Zach Moss, who would power his way into the end zone for the first touchdown of the game. On the opposing drive, Cam Newton would scramble around the pocket and escape the arms of several different defenders on his way up the field and into the end zone for the immaculate score. Josh Allen would then come back and look around the pocket until he checked down to a wide-open big-boy tight end, Lee Smith, for the touchdown. Great catch there. On the Bills' next drive, Allen would throw a dime to Stephon Diggs through a tight window, which caused Diggs to turn up field and break free for the touchdown. In the second half, Allen would throw a dime to Diggs once again to take the three-score lead in this game and just really pull away and make the Patriots' hopes just almost disappear. And then Allen and Diggs would just top off this game with an incredibly dominant performance with a diving catch by Diggs and a back back foot throw by Allen. Just an incredible throw that not many quarterbacks in this league can make. To cap off this immaculate uh, performance by both Allen and Diggs, Diggs finished with 9 receptions, 145 receiving yards, and 3 touchdowns in the victory. So the Bills sweep the Patriots for the first time in the Bill Belichick era and are now looking to clinch the two seed in the AFC with their win next week. So hopefully they can do that and clinch this two seed in the AFC because we would really like to see an AFC championship code down between the elite teams and the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. They are, are two great teams and the Buffalo Bills really established them last night in their nationally televised game on Monday Night Football and everyone knows what this Buffalo Bills team is about now. So let's finish off the season strong for the Bills and dive into this AFC incredible playoff picture that we have. As far as MLB, former Cy Young Award winner Blake Snell has agreed to sign with the Padres, sending four prospects to Tampa in exchange for the 2018 American Cy Young Award winner. We all remember in these years, in this year's World Series, when Blake Snell gave up the ball in Game Six, shaking his head after Kevin Cash curiously, Kevin Cash's curious pitching change. Frustrated but comfortable due to Snell having a great team to work around in the three and three years left on his contract, especially with a Rosarena really stepping up the last season as in the rookie year. However, the Padres were willing to do whatever it took to acquire him, and that is exactly what they did. The Rays will receive right-handers Louis Patino and Cole Wilcox, and catchers Francisco Maja and Blake Hunt. Uh, all well-regarded youngsters from a San Diego system that has been stalking the farm for years. The Padres parted the quadrip for a 28-year-old with World Series experience and a youthful confidence that should fit right along the stars in Fernando Tatis Jr. and slugger Manny Machado. 
Snell gives the ascending Padres an established ace at the front of their rotation as they attempt to catch the Los Angeles Dodgers in the National League West. San Diego is also on the verge of acquiring Chicago Cubs' U Darvish, which should be an interesting trade that should happen. If that happens, this Padres team will really be unstoppable with their offense as well as their defense and their pitching staff. So it's going to be a very, very interesting season in the NL. In the NL, so I'm very much looking forward to what happens there and what happens between the Dodgers and the Padres in the battle of the California teams in Southern Cali. So I am just very excited, and I'm really questioning the Cubs, honestly, in their trade for you, Darvish. That's their ace, and I'm not go- sure what they're going for. If they're going for a rebuild or wanting to win now, it seems like the managing staff and uh, the front office has expressed for the Cubs organization that they want to win now and get back to where they were in 2016, but it looks like they're getting rid of one of the most key parts of their organization, so that should be interesting. But Padres are open to anything right now with their exceptional team that they are rebuilding, so great job by the managers and the Padres front office. So I look forward to watching this team battle it out and provide some great action in the MLB this season. As far as the NBA, though, we do not have some not much good news today with young star John Morant coming with down with a down grade two ankle sprain yesterday in Memphis's 116-111 to overtime win over the Brooklyn Nets. He attempted to block forward Timothy Larar Krop's shot and landed awkwardly on uh, Krop's foot. He is expected to miss three to five weeks, which is a huge loss for the Grizzlies considering they are without Jaron Jackson Jr., who is recovering from surgery to repair his meniscus in his left knee in August, and Justice Winslow, Winslow, who is coming back from a left hip injury. In other more tragic news, uh, NBA star key part of the Brooklyn Nets organization, guard Spencer Dinwiddie, has been diagnosed with a partially torn right ACL, which is super unfortunate. The team, which is likely to make the NBA championship, will be without their key role player for most of the portion of this season. Dinwiddie was injured in the third quarter of Sunday night's game against the Charlotte Hornets when he drove against Bismack Bimbo and planted his leg awkwardly. Dinwiddie has experienced ACL injuries before in the past. During his junior year at Colorado in high school, Dinwiddie tore his left ACL in a game against Washington and missed the remainder of the season. At the time, he led the team in minutes played and scoring and assists. So very unfortunate injury for both of these young stars, and I really hope that they make a full recovery and just get back into this league as soon as possible. They are very key parts of this league that we enjoy to watch and enjoy them rising up and being key parts of their teams and battling it out to hopefully get them playoff bursts. So we'll see how that turns out for both of these very key players. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Blake's Take. I appreciate the support on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. And I will see you all tomorrow. Have a great rest of your night.